So that's why, but you, that's the only reason. But if not yet, you do need all your paper, man. You need to get younger. Like keep that same energy because I just press record and I'm keeping this on live. I'm the champ, bro. The champ is here. That's nice. That's Enjoy a- your one year throne. Listen, you're a paper champ. You, you talk about your team. You're like, you're like Vince Young when you say, oh, I feel like we're, I'm on the dream team. I don't have to talk about my talks team. about his team like that. They're young. They're strong. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. My team performed, though. Yeah, who you lost to in the finals, bro? Oh, Alvin Kamara did it to you, bro. Oh, 51 points. You're going to get that next Let's year, too. Let's go. Let's go. You're going to get 51 points next year. I got year. the go. GOAT on my team, bro. That's all that matters. Yo, do your intro. I was going to say, like, uh, I, I just want to do a quick intro. As you can tell by now, uh, we're back. This is episode 25 of the Fantasy Sports Games Podcast. And today I have Chris, a.k.a. Pooch, and Elias, a.k.a. The Goatee. And right off the bat, they're going at it about this dynasty league that we had last year. We're entering our year number two. Pooch, you won the championship last year. The champ is here. You need it Apparently, to now you're John Cena. And, you know, we, we let's start off with this. We all, you know, we're starting year number two of our dynasty league. You won the championship. Elias no. was the runner-up. <laughs> I don't want to get into all the details of the rules and settings and that kind of thing, but I do want to get into the details of the trades we made, us three. This is basically a three-way trade. It ended up working out that way. Yeah, it ended up working out this way. It's a three-way trade. And no, this is not no trio agreement. We didn't plan it this way. It's the pod crew. It's It's not the pod crew. It's the Sinai crew. None of that. I don't even really like you guys. (laughs) Especially not a fantasy. Especially not a fantasy. Anybody who listens to the podcast can tell. So this whole thing started first with Pooch. Let's start with Pooch, right? So Pooch... His fantasy team had, you know, he won the championship, but he I has forgot, a bunch of veteran. I, I forgot I did a trade already, honestly. When I saw that that the trade recap was on our, our agenda for today, like I just thought about y'all trade, and I was like, yawn. And you're the one that talked about that we actually did three ways. Yawn, even though it was good for no, you. No, Chris like, said that, not me. No, you said that we basically no, did a, a three way. No, I said it was that. Chris that said it. I said that because it was for my. And then you made okay, so, so give the people some background because they're just talking. I was gonna give the background. So the, the two trades is. Basically, first, me and Pooch made a trade, which was you gave up a second-round pick and Jordan, overall, yeah. yeah, Jordan Love for Daniel Jones, who's a starter. Like, that's what you were trying to get. You were trying to get a young starter. Yeah. And I got back your... You're trying to win now. I gave you my third-round pick. So that's yeah. what I did. I upgraded from third to second-round pick. You got to upgrade a quarterback. Daniel Jones is not on the back end of his career. He might be. <laughs> <laughs> he might be, but... Uh, yeah, I told you. I'm just saying, I went into the year with Tom Brady and Drew Locke the Philip Rivers retired. And Ooh. if you really consider it, Philip Rivers was trash last year. Hulak. Tom Brady and Hulak. <laughs> so like I said, I, like I like I asked my counterpart over here all the time. I said, ask me, can you get a starting quarterback at the number 13th pick? Like, fuck Jordan Love. Whatever happens with Jordan Love, it happens. Like, that's your lottery now. But like, can you get a starting quarterback at the number thirteenth pick? And I said, no, there's no way. Well, you have pick twelve because you had the last pick of the first round because you won the championship, and then pick thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, like, would he let a quarterback slip past him at eleven? Like, just knowing that I need a quarterback. Well, you know who this guy is part of this part of this, <laughs> so part of this episode is is a draft preview, right? Like we, we like the draft is next week, literally like a uh, eight days away from the draft. When's the draft? The 29th, Thursday. Which keep that same energy all, all summer, Pooch. <laughs> keep forgetting dates of key NFL dates and all of that. So the draft is next weekend. So the Dynasty League, like it was, a, it was mostly rookies. 
but it's also any veterans that were not rostered at the end of last season. That's our the way our league is set up. But with you, right, so you're looking for a quarterback, and if we're looking at the draft, there's really five, like, rookie quarterbacks that might be drafted in the first two rounds. There might be more in the other rounds, but five that you can consider, like, yo, they're going to draft it maybe in the top ten, to be honest with you. Top ten, yes. Right, so Trey Lance. Right, no, you want me to order? In order. No, no, let's go in order. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. We have Zach Wilson for your Jets, oh, most likely. Oh, so you're giving up Trey Lance and Mac Jones, right? Those are the five. Yeah. Those are five. For sure. And so... I'm not convinced on Mac Jones going in the top ten unless he goes to the 49ers. Which it looks like as of right now. I think, I, I think that's... And smoke it could be smokescreen. No it that, it could be smokescreen, but they give up a lot. And it's, they, to me, it's like you know who's your dude, right? If you're giving up that much. Um, but with you, Pooch, you're right. Like I, I went into this thing, and I, and my, even my trade afterwards. You know, we made our trade, and right after, I was just like, yo, I started looking at it like any picks after the first round. I looked at it as like, yo, I'd rather trade these picks and try to get young receivers or running backs from other people's teams that they're willing to trade for picks, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I, after our trade, I went and started looking at other people who had young receivers or running backs, and that's where you come into the picture. Because you had Gabriel Davis, who I like from the Bills, and I was like, you know, I'll, you know, at first you were asking for, you know, to leap up to number seven because I had the seventh pick, and he was, you know, trying to go from what, what number you were, eleven, mm-hmm. but you offered me a second round pick first. Yeah, yeah. You trying to go from I'm your early to second I'm to, to have seven. Two first. Yeah, yeah. So I could, I, and, not and, Davis, and not no. for nothing. I no. didn't say Gabriel Davis. No, no, no. But not for nothing. Like initially, like if it wasn't for other trade talks, I probably wouldn't have Carney too much. Like, like I look at it more like. What receiver I like Gabriel Davis that much that it's like what receiver or running back would be better than Gabriel Davis if you like flat out if you put him in this draft in a sense you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. so like that's how I'm, I was looking at it but of course I was gonna be picking counter you but the reason why I did counter you is because I had other traits I was going on where I was like yo bro that seventh pick or whatever other picks I have or like in those talks so would you do this instead and that's what we ended up coming to an agreement which is basically. We don't have to mention the other receiver in the trade, but it's Gabriel Davis. No, nah, that's a bunch of nobody. And so I traded your 13th pick. He's, not, he's gonna make, he made your seventh roster cut. I mean, he's the roster cut. A bunch of nobodies. The, the, the second other, receiver that traded. Oh, the, Chad, they, Han- Chad Hansen. Oh, no. But that's I, what I'm no, saying. I said, oh, we could, we I don't have to mention about my guys. I, no, no, no. He no. mentioned he wanted T. Higgins originally. No, bro. Right. I think he wanted T. Higgins nobody. Oh, that person, he's not even on my <laughs> I don't know that guy. So um, T. Higgins was the one that if, you know, the seventh pick would have been on the table kind of thing. Like, yeah, sure. My only thing is this. Yo, he mentioned Jonathan Taylor, T. Higgins, and Gabriel Davis. Those so are three guys on your team. So young receivers. So I settle yeah. for it. It's not even settling. You, you, he, right off the bat, he was like, "Yo, Taylor's gonna cost a lot." Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm he said it flat out. Yo, Taylor's gonna cost a lot. I'm like, "All right, so let's I mean, go with the other players." I wouldn't even said it like in seven and eleven. That's like a cornerstone running back. Why would you trade him? No, I want to start a team I'd rather trade Barkley than Jonathan Taylor. Honestly, but yo, my whole idea about it is like, if you ask me about that trade specifically, like I think I want like my trade just for the sense that I don't think I can get a starting quarterback at. 13, and if you ask me, he won that trade just based off the fact that, like, yeah, yo, I think that, and this is going to, like, hopefully people do listen, that after the draft, people are going to be like, fuck, like, how did I drop, like, that player in that position just due to the fact that, yo, we don't know how this works. I was talking to this guy, and I was like, yo, bro, but, like, after, like, the bona fide starting quarterbacks, 
running backs are gonna go next, bro. Or receivers. Or receivers. Or uh, or or like the wire the some wide receivers might surpass running backs, but if anything, if a running back goes to a certain team right. in a good position, you're gonna be there like I was talking to Danny about it. I was like, yo, bro. He's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about my picks. I was like, bro, you gave this guy two top five picks, and this team is like, yeah. gonna get considerably better and younger, like just from two bona fide offensive players. And now he could get take the quarterback, which he probably wasn't gonna take. When not, I'm not, not if I move up. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like, yo, like, you, got, you really gotta value these kid. picks. Because uh, what I'm saying is, like, can you name. 13 people from that wouldn't Gary Gabriel Davis be in, in, in that rookie class from last year is he a rookie he was he's a rookie, rookie last year so, so yeah I'm just saying how many rookies were good last year in quarterbacks running backs no, that's, why Ronnie, all that's why I said that's the why Ronnie f- did it he took yeah. an established dude that he knows established younger like player exactly Josh Allen that's the only the mm-hmm. upside with Josh Allen is that, but it was but yo, it is very scary, bro. No, Me, I did it because I have so many receivers, bro. That I, I'm not thinking receiver when yeah. I'm picking at that. No, and that's fine. You know and I've seen and I've seen other people with that same dilemma. Was like their their depth their depth a certain position is like you know is like, there, but they needed another position. Like, and me. mostly young players. It's like yo, like again, Pooch, you're in the position now. Like yo, you might have another crazy year this year because your players are still playing. I kind of thing, but. You made the trade for Daniel Jones for a reason. You felt like you needed to add well, some kind of young player. Well, I too, bro. It's right. not even about you. So you didn't give up your first pick. I mean, there's dif- difference between one slot, right? No, there's a huge difference. Right, but I'm saying, like, because of, yeah, of the snake factor, like, we're doing a snake drive. We're not doing, like, the NFL style where it's, like, whoever's got the first pick got the first pick in every round kind of thing. But that, you made that trade for a reason. I'm I'm there literally was like, yo, I just want a young player that I, like you said, that's not established, but like you see the upside. No, that's a great gamble. To you take. know, but I, you do the math. NFL draft, those rookies, after like the first two rounds in Dynasty, because we have 12, it's a 12 man league. We have a seven round draft, so it's like 85 players. Bro, after the, I think after round two, it's going to drop like crazy. We're going to be picking scraps. Yeah, after round two, but right. the thing is, we're talking top 15 Yeah, but players. I still I still have. Quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, all included. Right, and I still have my seven pick. is breaking it into the top 10, which is going to mess up a lot of like. If a, if a tight end, well, Kyle Pitts is. No, right? he's going top 10. That's what I'm saying. That, that throws even more of a, like, a shoe in the ring of how many but, skill players will be available the reason, those first. Another thing is that, remember... Like, I don't think those quarterbacks are going to go... Like, those backup quarterbacks, say, like a Mac Jones, he shouldn't go top 5. No, but you got to... Top 10. I mean, possibly top 15. He'll go top 15 to a team but, based off of, like... Yeah, you're waiting on them. You can't mm. say, you can't say that I won that trade because you also got to look at it from what works for Ronnie, what works for me. What works for Ronnie is doing that safe thing or whatever. Like, no, for sure. not everybody could draft sure. like me. You feel me? Like, <laughs> like that's why I did it because I trust my drafting skills, bro. People I got, hear this shit and call us the pack crew. Like, I, I got, I got, three, I have love for this guy. Yo, I got three picks, bro. In the in the top. 15 or top 13 I might have 4 picks in the no top that's dangerous 14. but I, I did tell you when you made that trade I was like Ronnie didn't trust himself with the 13th pick Ronnie was like yeah, oh, yeah. Ronnie, I, I that's what it is but bro, <laughs> Gabriel Davis not. I still got a second round pick. You got like I don't. I I maneuvered the way I maneuvered. I, I still have a second that, round pick. That a, I remember that was, that was a, an added second round. Yeah, pick. that was an extra pick. That's that was an added second round pick. pick. Cause you no, but when you load up on picks, because you're virtually looking to go young and you believe in it. Gabriel Davis just based it's on a classic. good pick. I'm not <laughs> that's what I'm saying. saying. He's like 23, bro. Like or 22, like second year player. I'd don't rather get. Get I mean, listen, no, good trade on both. I just say, bro, I I I did it because he plays with Josh Allen, bro. Honestly, listen. 
listen, I went to him. It wasn't him trying to sell me him on him anything, right? Like, I went exactly. to your boss. I'm like, yo, these are the players. No, but if you ask me that, that uh, the CMC trade, and just to, like, highlight to people, he well, got a great package for it. It was just, like, how easily that first-round pick was just given up. But, but... When, you have leverage, bro. That's the thing that people need to understand. Like, if you're giving up the star caliber players, you don't have to give up a first. But I have two, I'll tell you straight up, you two don't have main to. points for that trade, though, because we're talking about yeah, McCaffrey great. and a, the number two overall pick right now, Danny Sleek, right? And it was that for Kittle, Tannenhill, mm-hmm. David Montgomery, and a second round or a third round, the one of those two. The big fourth thing, round. Is, no, really, fourth round. Sorry, fourth round. All right, it's fine. Whatever. It's Jeez. which, which is kind of useless in a sense. But you got two big factors here. Dan took over a team, so okay. this is a team he's going into. You know, with a not a blank slate. He's taking over somebody else's roster, so he has to be like, all right, off the bat, he's looking at his team like, all right, I got some running backs. I got no quarterbacks. Basically, I think he has uh, Derek Carr. And that's it, pretty much. So this is, and mind you, this is a two quarterback league. So quarterbacks are more valuable in this league. So, oh, it, so you, him going into it, yes. Yeah, but that could have drafted a quarterback with a The last pick. point I was gonna make Wonderful is that the last point. Place your running back. The last point I have with this is this guy's crazy. This is Dan. No, this is Dan. <laughs> I wouldn't call him crazy. I spoke with him on Saturday about. No, he doesn't shop. He doesn't shop around. If you like, he doesn't let everybody no, make no. an offer. You know what I'm saying? No, he did shop around, but the problem was that the first round pick that, it wasn't necessary when you give it up the blockbuster. Yeah, it wasn't necessary. Guy, but no I, one ever traded. Like yo, when you when you uh, let's look at it like a regular NFL team. And the thing is, Danny's gonna win this trade, so we're virtually talking shit about heck here, because Danny's gonna win this trade. Wait, you say Danny's gonna win this trade based off sarcasm or based on based you truly believe he doesn't lose the trade? But okay, because that's, that's the point. Real shit. Really. That's real shit. Like, that's real magic. Like that's that poetry magic that y'all talk about. Nah, what but else? But here's the deal. I think he got is a good that, deal. Is that, is that when you do, no, he got a good trade. deal, a good package, but he just. They didn't have to give up. He didn't maximize. He didn't maximize the second the second he, pick. Like he said it. It was, it was unnecessary. He gave up the first round pick unnecessary. And at least get a second round pick back, not a fourth round pick. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I'm saying he didn't maximize his, his know, fourth return. Round pick ain't worth nothing. He didn't maximize his return. That's yeah. what it is. It's not that he got a bad deal, but he didn't maximize. Well, he got what great he players. Well, Kittle. Kittle's great value because tight end is a very shallow position, and there's not a lot of great ones. And he and, might be ranked number one. His team didn't have one. I think his his tight end was Gasecki. If I want to say at the top. My head, and so yeah. so he Kittle was a big upgrade. You gotta look at it too, like from so McCaffrey. My whole, my whole idea was but, is that when you trade, like normally when you're trading a cornerstone guy, it's because you're gonna get the younger guy, the younger replacement. You're yeah. gonna trade off that value. That's the only reason. Like, but yo, more power to him. If heck. Haggled him for that first one. You know what my problem I, is? I, don't I just think feel so. like he didn't haggle him. Yeah, yeah, I don't think too. so. I felt like it was like, yo, he would have told Hag- McCaffrey in the second and he would have took that deal. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he would have not done that trick with me. Dan did tell me like yo I don't know nothing about these pigs. Like so to him he saw it as yo those yeah, picks in my hands are worthless. So let me get players that I know. Is it a, so this is a Danny this, this Steely question, right? So does, is it a bigger advantage to somebody that does follow college football? You yeah. follow it more than you. I don't, I don't. Right? So I'm, I admit that. And so I'm not going to go. I, I do follow the NFL draft, so I do read up on these players and know, like, all right, if they land on certain teams, if, you know, the potential, whatever, there's in the third. And let me give you an option. All right, who's the top three skill players from last year, quarterbacks included, from the draft? Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Herbert. Um, yeah, hindsight. 
because he wasn't starting, so you wouldn't like automatically like take him as that. Mm-hmm. Let's just say Jonathan uh, Taylor, because you know he was gonna right. like have a role. And who was the other rookie? Say the T Higgins. I like Dobbins. There was mad receivers too. Jefferson. Bunch of receivers last year. All these people. It's last year was saying, a, like yo. Top looking three, back, no, last year's draft was no. La, la, yeah. For skill players and fantasy, and for that's fantasy. why I took. Mm. Was a great if you look at my dynasty draft last year, half my team at least was rookies from yeah. last year, and that's why my team looks so crazy right now because most of them hit or whatever. No, it was a good year for rookies, but like, like what I'm saying is just like and they were undervalued. Yo, like, like crazy. top five in fantasy in top redraft five, league. Yeah. No, redraft league. You don't need to know much about college football to say like, yo, let me get the a starting running back that is getting drafted by a team or a number one receiver prospect. Like I'm saying, not 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 hating on anything, not nothing. No. But I'm saying like that ten and ten and after. That's when I feel like. Yeah, on, there's gonna be a lot of misses. Talking about the dynasty league. No, I'm saying like pick after pick ten. I think like NFL league, draft? There's ten solid picks in the dynasty league. Draft. Okay, okay, yeah. Like ten solid. Like you're gonna get someone who's either gonna start. Who? No, I had like twenty. Talking about last. Yeah. Talking about this year's draft. You draft twenty different draft. last year, bro. Oh no, 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 <laughs> but in the dynasty draft overall, you mean just a rookie draft? There's only seven rounds, so out of seven. Players, you'll be lucky if you hit two. If you hit two out of seven. Yeah. And if you hit more than two, that was a great draft. So this is the this is the crazy concept, yeah, that's right? That's a snake. That's a snake with all players included. Like these are all just rookies now. Mostly so rookies. No, rookies. not all just rookies. So that's a thing. That's another key aspect of it. So it's seven rounds, but it's mostly rookies. But there's still free agents that guys didn't roster at the end of the year. Yeah, but guys so are most for the most part, but you might get lucky. Like a handful of if, if you if you pay attention, you see who's out there. You might be like, oh wait, this guy. There's you know, only, there's only one non-rookie player that I'm interested in, just because it makes sense. So there's still there's still a whole lot of offseason left like I said we have the NFL draft next week you, we don't know yet who's going to fall where who's going to land where where their value might go up you know their rookie year they, it might be just like yo off the bat this dude's going to produce or it might hurt somebody else's value that you might think like I, like I said and the first time I sent you the notes it was like yo Chase Edmonds right I won't Chase Edmonds like in three leagues and keeper league, dynasty, whatever, and it's like, yo, James Conner goes to Arizona, so yo. that kind of thing happens. So, so you also having a dynasty? Team. No, that's what I'm saying. They had, I, I, have, I have been a, I have been dynasty and keeper league. Yo, and I so, was looking at people's rosters like the day before or something like that, just because I was like, yo, who am I gonna make a trade with? And I saw that you had those two dudes, and I was like, yo, you, you can't make <laughs> can't it out. Holy he cancels out, and so, and we'll get to that with the you know who we think are like were the biggest winners and, and losers and you know free agency as far as value wise, right? Not, not just free agents, but anybody that gained value or lost value. We're, we're gonna get to that shortly, but for the NFL draft. Uh, I just wanted to bring up this whole point too about losing value, getting value, right? So Sam Darnold got traded to the Carolina Panthers. We haven't spoken in a while. I got Alex's opinion in the prior podcast about what he feels about if they just hold on to Darnold or should they trade, you know, Darnold and get something for it. We've argued this for months about what the value of Sam Darnold was. Free agency hurt the Jets, right? So the Redskins signed Fitzpatrick, the Bears signed Andy Dalton. So there's like a lot of teams that could have potentially traded for Darnold weren't you know interested in that sense to give up a first round pick the Jets did get a second round pick they got a fourth round pick you know the following year whatever they got a good package Darno's now in Carolina I'm gonna start off the winners part of this thing because I actually have Sam Darno as the biggest winner for quarterbacks because of the fact that he went from being a bottom five option in fantasy with the Jets to be frank to potentially being a top 15 option in fantasy next year and going forward because 
Yo, I just look at for what Teddy Bridgewater did last year. And in fantasy, he was a pretty good top 15 streaming option to start of the year. To me, next year and going forward, Darnold has more upside with that offense and those weapons. And Bridgewater did that with what? With, with Al McCaffrey for most of the year? I want to say like he was pretty solid in fantasy. So put Sam Darnold there. And I think he's like, there's other guys I have here, other guys that, you know, honorable mentions to Jalen Hurts, Matthew Stafford, Carson Wins, your boy Pooch. That also gained value, but to me, Darnold's going to make that biggest jump out of all those guys. Like, all those guys are still ranked where they were ranked last year or where you would have thought going forward they're going to be at. I have Sam Darnold. Who's your biggest winner free agency as far as quarterbacks? Well, let, let Pooch talk about how Carson Wentz is the biggest winner, and then I'll talk about who, the really, who really is the biggest winner. <laughs> so you're going to be biased? He's not, though. He's not? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, no. Who you think is the who biggest you winner? Matt Staff from NLA, bro. Stafford in LA. Elaborate. Woods, Cobb, uh, uh, head coach of Jared Goff. He's finally out of fucking Detroit. He's playing like sunny weather. Yeah, I think Matthew Stafford is going to have. You think he's a bigger winner than the position players are winners? Because they're winners also, no? Uh, wait, I, well, I have position players yeah. Yeah, in that sense. And I have to upgrade all around for everybody, bro. Like, they were legit. They got the best. Let's just say the best, like, powerful final player in football, Aaron Donald, because like, you can't stop him. Had the best defense in football last year. Well, because of him. Like, Rams and others. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah but mostly because of him. And, yo, you got this window with these great players, and I finally feel good for the dude, bro. He's, like, legit. Like, wow. Like, Calvin didn't get it. Uh, uh, your dude, Sanders, didn't get it. Yo, Detroit is a shithole, bro. And anyone who got out of Detroit is the winner for this podcast today. Like, I feel the same way about Galladay. I feel the same way about Stafford. Um, yeah, bro, it's not nothing about that. Carson Wentz scares the shit out of me, man. Like, I'm not out here, like, saying we're going to win a Super Bowl, which is the goal, right? You want because him. You want him, so you got to no, be for happy. for sure. For sure. I told you. It, it's, it's a prospect, and... I just seen what happened with Sam Darnold. I would have been happy with Sam Darnold or Carson Wentz. Honestly, just as equally, a little more with Sam. Let's say just because he's younger. How, but, about, how about with Stafford? Uh, like I said, I didn't like Stafford just just off the the fact that I'm looking for a quarterback for a while. Like yeah, I, he's a little older. He is a little old, and it would have been good for what it was, but it would have just been the same thing. Like what I say was it, just it would have like, been a bridge. You feel like it's just. Just dumb that the fact that we missed out on Brady because I think Brady would have considered us just based off the fact that we had an ill line and we play in a dome. So why is not a factor? Wouldn't it be crazy if if Stafford outlasts once because of how injury prone he is though? That could be a real possibility, bro. Like who who knows who knows what this guy once is gonna do? What if he's beyond repair? But what if what if Wentz does last ten years, but Stafford only lasts three, but Stafford wins a Super Bowl? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but that's more to the team, that. right? I was assuming that Wentz is the one Super Bowl in those ten years that you were considering. He's he's not. He's not. I mean, okay. Nah, unless he gets like a crazy team around him. But I mean, right now, dude, you guys you guys don't have enough receivers right now, and you know you guys don't be like going after receivers and free agency, and then got drafting skills for receivers is even worse. Well, Chris Ballard hasn't, like, missed yet. But, yeah, sure. Like, if history repeats itself. We'll get that to... Was John, that, that was, like, these terrible GMs that picked Philip well, Dorsett in the I first round. The same that. way that, you know, uh, 
fucking this guy from the Jets picked that guy from Ohio State that lasted like half a season. Who's that? Who's that receiver, bro? That we was talking about. But I never liked them. So. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I knew yo, if there's incompetent GMs. All, all I ever tell Ronnie is he. You guys ask me like, yo, what do you guys, what do you want to do with your draft pick? And we'll talk about that later. Yeah. I don't give a shit what because like? I trust my GM. How long? Eyes closed. You just had him last year when you got your new GM. No. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. So he hasn't from Kansas City, bro. You haven't drafted no receivers yet. No. Pittman. Pittman. Oh, Pittman was a real one. Pittman I think Paris Campbell was his first one that we Pittman, played. Pittman, Pittman and Campbell's been hurt. Yeah, he's always it hurt. It wasn't nothing like trying to like hit a home run with it. No. Uh, but wait, I just want to get to Sam Darnold. I'm sorry, I'm taking the time, right. but. Nah, yo, bro, I feel good for Sam Darnold, and I feel like the biggest winner from the Sam Darnold trade is Matt Rule, because Matt Rule was going to want to coach Sam Darnold and the Jets. And Been telling people that. They stop him on that, and they get, the con- they, they, they get that connection back with Robbie, which was his most successful connection, I would say, outside of Crowder, because him and Crowder had like good chem- chemistry. And yo, DJ Moore, like it, and Christian McCaffrey, the best skill player in, in football, yeah. like as a no. So yo, there's no excuses, no more excuses for no, Sam Darnold. If he's a bum, he's a bum. Yeah. I don't want to hear yeah, yeah, nothing. Yeah. No, no, that's it. You need to defend him, unless he's hurt or some shit. <laughs> no, but if he, <laughs> what you mean? If you don't play, you can't. No, yeah, if you don't play, you're right. But I'm saying, but if he's playing on that field and he's not doing good with that cast, nah, he just never had it. a bum. Straight up. Who do you have quarterback winner for this offseason? Quarterback winner is easy. Come on, man. It's uh, Jalen Hurts. He has a clear path to playing time. We all saw what he could do when he gets the playing time. He's going to be a monster. Like He's just a recipe for fantasy success. At the rushing. Statistically, at least. And the crazy thing is that I think he could be a winner in real life as well. Honestly. like Because we saw what. When they took him out, what happened? And the whole controversy and all that stuff. Like, the dude is good. Like, people hated on him. Like, oh, he can't throw. He's just a runner. But that's not true. Like, he's way better than Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, or whatever. Like, like I don't know about way better, but he could throw better than, like, coming out of college. With the same kind like, of running. Jackson is so freaking horrible. Like, people give him way too much credit. Like, I hate overrated players and just overpraise and... Yeah, the dude is a high, like, you know, you like him, but stop saying, like, oh, like when Kevin said, he's a better thrower than Deshaun Watson. Oh, like, Jesus. Yo, bro, are you crazy? Hell no. no. Uh, uh, I'll deny everything to this day. But, but not nah, Jalen Hurts, like. Just brought up the guy I was going to mention right now. He's a starter, and Wentz is out of town, and he's going to kill it, in my opinion, and we'll see. Like, yeah. maybe he doesn't, but I think he's going to crush. And you're not alone. A lot of people, when I uh, I've been, I posted each position on Twitter to get an idea of what people were saying, a lot of people were, the same names pop up, Stafford, Darnold, Wentz, but Hurts was the main one that everybody, but to me, it's like, I felt like once we knew that Wentz got traded, it was like, all right, we know this guy's going to be a top 10, top 5 option. To me, it was more about the jump, like, yo, who gained the most value, who won the most, like, it should be, to me, Darnold, because of the fact that he's not going to have weapons and like go if he Darnold doesn't look for fantasy it's, it's tricky right because Darnold like a lot of guys maybe not as talented of a thrower but they they you know they're up there because of their rushing ability Darnold's also underrated in rushing but he was to me held back by their coaching staff like they didn't give him those different kind of looks it was like yo from what I read recently was that they didn't even let him change the like the plays in the at the line bro like they didn't even give him that kind of like confidence so I don't know bro like I see that, but you mentioned Deshaun Watson. 
and that's my biggest loser. Just off general, like, we don't know if this guy's going to play this year. Even if he plays this year, he's lost Will Fuller. He has a new coaching staff, which to me is always like a thing where it's like, yo, do we know how good he's going to be with the new coaching staff? But wait, 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 real quick. You mentioned Fuller. He never plays with Fuller. Fuller's always hurt. No, but so. come on. Like, you're going to come on, man. They didn't add nobody yet. He doesn't turn no matter Fuller. what. I'm just saying, yes. Fuller doesn't affect his playing. Like, he's ill no matter what, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, give him his props. Like, yeah, this concern. It's not, it's not discrediting him. We know him, the talent. But he, so. don't, he don't need no Fuller. Because two is not going to be ill because Fuller's over I'm not there. saying that. I'm just saying off just off the fact that he's well the legal trouble is a separate thing, right? So for fantasy wise, you anybody draft him? I don't think the legal stuff is gonna be as crazy as they're making it seem. Like honestly. I mean, it's we scary, can't really say but we, we don't know. Say. But I just feel like in the long run, just from knowing history and how all this stuff goes, I don't Well, this guy owns him in Dynasty, so he's over well, here trying to only, salvage any kind of value stuff. The only other reason I'm like saying I don't know like how big of a thing it'll be is cause uh, the media, bro. The media is having a huge effect on this whole thing, and they're blowing up a story without having all the facts. Doing outside the lines, it's like ESPN's number one like go-to NFL story of this off-season. And like, unfortunately for not, even if you know he is wrong or not wrong, like the coverage this shit, this stuff is getting is a little like overboard in the sense that yo, like I'm here to watch sports. Like <laughs> let it, like let me yo, tell me at the end what happened. Don't tell me along the way. And you don't need to pay by play. Let me I'm a lawyer, bro. Like, yo, you'll figure it out. Do your investigation. But the fact that I'm there, like, oh, been over 22 women. I'm like, like bro, like, let's get all the facts out. It's like a soap opera. Like, yeah, and no, that's, doing it for but that's, and stuff, man. that's media. That's sports media. Like, nowadays, bro. Like, it, just what, it is what it is. No, but I'm saying that could influence a suspension. That could influence decisioning and other things. They might feel pressured. Yo, it's it's, it's a number. For now, for fantasy? It's a numbers well, game. It's a numbers game. So, if, like, say, like, there's a certain percent, not not a huge percentage of the fan base, but say, like, they don't want to support a dude like that. Like, I told you, this whole, like, stem that I feel from his trade request and saying he don't want to play in Houston, when you put all the factors in, bro, you got to, like, say, like, yo, he's an outstanding elite talent, but... There's a lot of factors that in football, when you're just not, like, 100% there, it could lead to, like... A bad season, more more prone to injury just due to like fear of like not living up. Like is, I'm very scared for Watson, but I wouldn't deny the talent. Uh, and there's no denying the talent. It's my, not he's on your team. It's just because I see, bro. I go on no, ESPN. No, and I gotta the, turn it off. The concerns is obvious. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't even consider trading him. I was gonna tell you. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was gonna tell you that as we move forward but I'm from now forward. until we know what's gets sorted out, you can't count on him. Like no, you you gotta act like as if nah, yo, this guy's not playing this year for this well, year. That's why I got Jalen Hurts. And oh, you have a and bunch, it, and it's dynasty, baby. <laughs> so we, I got nothing but time. He could come back in three years, and I'll be alright. Who do you have as a quarterback that you feel? I I said this on Watson. Who do you have as quarterback as the guy that lost value this offseason so so far? I mean, I looked at this all wrong, I guess, because I looked at it more like numbers and like what. No, they that's did. fine. It was just like can't take in a five million dollar deal, and I guess it is to like boost up his value and play with those like talent that Bill Belichick got. But like yo, what a fall, bro! Like that, like last year was supposed to be his year where like he restored his value, and it's like right. yo, Andy Dalton gets ten million dollars, and this guy's taking five, like a veteran's right. minimum. Well, he didn't do anything. What did Andy Dalton do? No, he didn't do anything, but he's, you know. He's, he's, well, he's on. You know, he got, he got that nice skin complexion. Okay. 
The other other one for me hugely is actually this guy and he's gonna be biased because he has this guy on his team. But yo, who's starting? Winston or Hill? <laughs> I think Hill is a starter, honestly. You think or we know? Like I we don't, don't know. know. No, we don't know. But the reason why is that I'm gonna go back to Jay Glazer's report from last year where he said, like, yo, Taysom Hill is the Saints guy. Yeah. Uh, champagne like Winston, zone. Like Winston just got to be in the back And then just look at all the factors Yeah, the, the whole extension was like All decorated But it still Cause Looks I, crazy on paper And this dude Winston Only got a one year deal from them It's not like he got a long term deal right. So who are you going to try to give the burn to? The guy that you got a long term contract That could be a steal If he ends up being ill for you Or the guy that has a one year deal I don't know We'll see. Crazy thing was that Taysom Hill had a quote yesterday, recently, I want to say, that, you know, that he's, this is the first offseason in the last few years that he's not focusing on, you know, being the gadget guy, like doing all these other little things like, yo, I'm just focusing on being a quarterback. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's going to help him, not help him, or if they have their mind made up or not. But the thing is, if he's going to be taking a lot more snaps, he needs to throw the ball better. Absolutely. Yo, yeah. I tell you this much When Michael Thomas Was out there And Taysom Hill Was throwing him the ball Like I felt way better Than when Drew Brees Was throwing him the ball Well this was Drew Brees had like A dead arm Yeah it was fucking, But what I'm saying Is he's good enough bro Like first of all The Saints are built to win They put anybody Back there Teddy Bridgewater Taysom Hill They always win Or whatever So He, he fits what they do they yeah, like him, started, yeah. and he throws good enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's going to do a lot of running, but what quarterback doesn't do a lot of running nowadays? Look at Jalen Hurts. Look at Lamar no, Jackson. No, like, looking at the, the optics. He throws better than Lamar Hill, Jackson. Hill, Hill is better than Winston, fantasy-wise. You can say that without even, like, considering it, just based on how, like, interception-prone Winston is, and he doesn't run. And if he does start, oh, my Lord, my guy is crazy. With Tyson Mills rushing yeah, ability, Cody start too, he gets some rushing touchdowns, you know, so that's uh, another good one. Who do you have as a QB loser for this offseason? QB loser? I thought I said it already. Who was it? I don't know. You said loser or, or you're winning? You said you're winning. QB, QB loser is Jared Goff. You know? Okay, so that's why. Jared Goff. That was my second. But. He went from a nice, rosy situation where he was average to now he's going to get exposed like crazy and he's going to be a complete bum that he's always been. Pooch loved him coming out of college. I told him he's trash. I liked Wentz better. I did not, not like him out of college. Not, not that, he, he did well. Now that Wentz was, has ended up being way better, but we know at least Wentz has an excuse. He got injured, but we saw what he could be. Let me clarify. When they got show me, anything. Let me clarify because people out there are going to think that. I don't know. Sean McVay made him look about. bad. Exactly, and the shit. And the thing is, if you look at the draft class, no, you just like based off the no, based off the draft class, yo, there were two very successful, uh, one-two quarterbacks. But you didn't like golf better than once coming out of college. Nah, bro. Son, stop blind. I know you called him a bum, and I was like a bum. I would have called him a bum. But I was he right, went to though. the Super Bowl. He went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> he didn't go to the Super Bowl. Sean McVay went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, when like, Jared Goff, he the just came along for the ride. It doesn't matter. He was there. Why? What, what he did in Super Bowl? He beat Seattle this year with a broken thumb. If he would have made two throws, they would have won. I'm just saying. Well, you know, he lost to the GOAT, which, you know, is, is a normal Bro, thing he, nowadays. He missed that wide open touchdown to Amazon song. Jesus Christ, how he missed that. Uh -huh. But like I said, if you're looking at the general consensus of, like, one and two quarterbacks, like, first overall pick quarterbacks, like, yeah, he did good, bro. Like, 
Like, the first overall quarterback, he's had a better career than Sam Darnold. Like, if you look at where Sam Darnold's taking in the top five. So, you'd rather have golf than Sam, Sam Darnold right if, No, I'm saying the career. Look at Sam, Sam's first but five versus golf's first five. Golf is better. But golf started off horrible until he got Sean McVay. He was in the same path. He made it to the Super Bowl second year. Sean McVay came in the second year. Yeah, they had Jeff Fisher, bro. Like, they weren't going to do nothing. And the Jets had like, Adam Gaze. The Jets had Adam Gaze. Bro, come on, son. You like to use excuses for certain players. Less. No, you may. You, no, no, no. You Jets guys were the biggest defenders of Sam Darnold for someone who never did nothing in his life. Like, you at least, the only thing I give Daniel Jones, he's not going to be a quarterback in the next five years, but you at least he tries, bro. At least he's trying and throwing picks and throwing what the mean? ball. Darnold was 7 and 2. Bro, look at Darnold. I'm like, yo, you saw 7 and 2 when you was playing teams already, like. Bound for the playoffs two years ago, bro. That's all you guys got. Like, he's never looked like nah, anything. Well, two years ago, he said he was seeing ghosts when he was playing the Patriots. Like, okay. Man. Let's not get off topic. Listen, for someone who has no stats, nothing to back on except for potential, you guys defended Sam to the day he was traded, bro. Well, we'll see this year. We'll see. But it's not going to do anything for you. Now we're going to do this this whole thing. matter. Zach Wilson. It'll show I was right. <laughs> Like, who said That's all you care about. We're not taking Zach Wilson, son. Yeah. We're taking yeah. fields, baby. It's not happening. Moving on. Let's go to running back. Let's go to running back. I'm going to start. Right? You got, you got it on your chest? All right, let's go with running back. So, I got Mike Davis as the running back winner for this offseason. There's a lot of other people. on your dynasty team. No, I don't do that. I, I, I was, I was going to say the same thing about you with, Jer- with Jalen Hurts. He's on with the Ty Falcons. Todd Gurley's out. Mike Davis did his thing. He's a free agent still. He's in the bum team. So Mike Davis is replacing Todd Gurley in Atlanta. Wait, wait, wait. You talk about Mike Davis back up for yeah. CMC. CMC last year? Yeah. And he's going to be a bona fide starter and stud. Bro. According he, to Ronnie. Yo, he was a stud for like four weeks and then he then he normalized and became no, a you know, they were like, yeah. no, There's no difference. People Davis forget. CMC. People got a short memory. They're just like, oh, he was killing in the first few weeks. And then what happened the rest of the season? No, he faded dude, a little Mike bit. Mike Davis has always that, been a that, ill backup. That dude faded. Like, he's always been solid. He's always been a solid backup. But he ain't no. Nothing to like ride home about. He ain't gonna be no savior. So this is not we're, we're talking. We're talking about fantasy. We're not talking about uh, real life. There's a difference. Be, no, we know this, be, right? We know there's a different. solid flex at best. All right, and that's year. all he needs to be to have well, that value. Yeah, because this is the off season. This is the, and, I, and I have honorable mentions here, like Mixon, because there's no, no Bernard, J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram left. Cam Akers, full-time starter. Now, I, those are the other names I have here. But I went with Mike Davis because of the fact that he, he filled in for CMC. And for the most part, he did a great job. It wasn't just him who faded those weeks. But after a while, it was the Panthers, too. Had a nice little start to the season and then went to shit. So, I, I mean, I like Mike Davis. We saw last year, like, Todd Gurley was not Todd Gurley. And he was looking like an RB2 in fantasy for most of the year. So that's what I'm saying. Like, What's this Mike Davis guy? This guy. They might, they might, but that's my pick. Who do you guys have as your RB winner for this offseason? My biggest RB winner is Corey Booker because he robbed the Giants for $3 million. Okay, so you're not talking about fantasy, you're talking about real life. Well, they could Devontae be... Devontae Booker? Is that his name? Devontae Booker. <laughs> yeah. Booker. I don't know where... Booker. Who's Cody Booker? I have no idea. <laughs> I just knew it wasn't Devin Booker, and I didn't want to call him Devin Booker again because I always call him Devin Booker. But Devontae Booker, whatever his name is... I mean, he had a decent backup here last year. We're talking in the sense of being a backup. No, no, he was very solid for... No, I'm saying he's the biggest winner because he got $3 million from the Giants, bro. <laughs> I don't know why he got $3 million when he's a backup, a career backup. 
But this dude get him and call them my all-purpose back. So if that dude Barkley gets injured again, look out. Devontae Booker coming. Yeah. Three down back. I mean, he'd be a lot more solid than the options from last year. No, my uh, biggest winner is Saquon Barkley because he's coming back from injury and he's going to kill it this year. He might be number one overall running back in fantasy this year. Go ahead, Pooch. Who's your RB2? Uh, my biggest winner for RB is uh, they restored his faith in him. It was just Aaron Jones signing for four for forty eight. Um, at I the like end, that. it looked like, like that it looked like uh, that backup running back that they have, the big big boy. Was it AJ Dillon? AJ Dillon. It looked like they yeah, were gonna please. move on from Aaron that, Jones, but it's good to see that they actually re-signed the dude and gave Aaron Rodgers some help. The Packers don't do things that make sense. Just, just look at it, right? No, they they said that this was the biggest one that didn't make any sense. But they don't do anything. Resign sense. Aaron Jones. So they 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 have Aaron Rodgers. They draft Love, Jordan Love, and AJ Dillon. It's not receivers. Then they got Aaron Jones and they draft AJ Dillon. Then they have the option to let Aaron Jones walk because they got AJ Dillon who they drafted, and, and then they re-sign Aaron Jones. Like, come on, bro. So yeah, I just feel that you know they they he's at least gonna be. Solid for the next two years. Year than two years. They had the option to sign A B to go with with Adams and nah. they don't sign him. He's still a free agent, they still don't sign him. It's like, but we're gonna re-sign Aaron Jones. But whatever, go ahead, Packers. We no, but I, I kinda get where you're coming from with Aaron Jones. I thought about him as a you know, just of the fact that he's staying now we know because that was the fear last year with Aaron yeah. Jones. Whoever I was like, yo, him, like he drafted a running him, back. Whoever has him in Dynasty, thank the fantasy gods. <laughs> Danny does, who we just spoke about. Who you have as the biggest winner running back? Bro, he told you I sorry. had the biggest winner. It was a host. It was a joke, but... <laughs> you said Saquon. Sorry, sorry. So biggest I, thought, loser. I thought I went with him first. You were saying. Biggest loser. Anyway, biggest loser. I have, I have Josh Jacobs as the biggest loser. Why? I just, they signed Kenyon Drake. Who, who, who the fuck is Drake? Listen, oh, they talking him up like oh crazy for no damn... No, listen. I'm not... I'm, this, 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 oh, Josh Jacobs. This is where... I get upset with both of you guys because you you guys are reacting off of like oh my who the this is we're not talking about real life we're talking about fantasy. Well, Pooch is always been a Drake. We're talking about I'm saying, it's okay if you be Drake here, but Drake kills Jacobs' value because he off the bat he's taking the third down role, which is already a thing that Jacobs was hinders Jacobs from being like uh like a low end RB two to RB potential RB one is the fact that he doesn't have the third down role unlock. That's one factor. The he other fact is hurt all the time. That's another factor is. That's always there's a reason why they signed. Yo, Drake got like seven, eight million dollars a year. Because of the fact it was eight million. Eight million dollars a year. Yo, you think for four two push, fourteen and push things that whatever they it is them for seven million for no reason. That just no, shows they, No, that's what I'm saying. That's just ridiculous. Do teams waste money on running backs nowadays? For them, for for them, no, to me that's don't. that's a lack of confidence and, and they, the ability they of Josh Jacobs. Using my receiver a lot too. What I'm saying is that it shows a lack of confidence. I told Pujo that Josh Jacobs. I don't care. He's a bum. That's just my pick. I'm like, all right, cool. Who's your RB loser for this for offseason so far? My biggest RB loser is Kenyon Drake. <laughs> <laughs> he goes from starting. He goes from being it a makes sense. It makes sense. So being a backup, it and I'm sense. so upset because I got him in Dynasty League, and I'm yeah. like, yo, out of all places you could have went, this makes is sense. where you go, bro. You couldn't have gone to like. <laughs> I don't know Back to the Dolphins Or some shit Like nah But they got mad running backs too But damn son Like who I get what you're saying Who's the team That could've used them like, There's yeah. teams out there That's Steelers I prefer the Broncos Cause this guy always gets hurt Gordon Gordon or whatever but No the Steelers Might not have a hook Cause Connor Love Oh the Steelers Oh my lord The Steelers would've been, been great Who's What do you have At running back loser Honestly uh, Chase Edmonds bro Just because like, Why sign James Conner 
Yeah, yeah. Like, and you don't sign a guy like James Conner just to just be a nobody. A, him, but how much money did they give him, though? No, it's one year. It's undisclosed, but... It's still just it's it's like diminishes, but, but I mean in the dynasty format like, you don't care. You're, you're saying that admins. you're saying James kind of lost like is the biggest Chase loser. Edmonds. Oh, Chase Yes, okay. So I had him as no, 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 it's fine. No, it's fine. I mentioned him earlier. No, I mentioned him earlier for a reason. He's good. No, no, no. I do like Chase Edmonds, and it killed his vibe. I have him here. Like after you saw Drake sign with with Vegas, you were like, oh shit, like they're going all in on Edmonds, and then. Like a week or two ago, they traded for they they traded for Connor. They no, they like, signed him. Oh, no, 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 he's a free agent. No, 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 no. They signed him. Got dropped. Yeah. So like, I'm not gonna lie to you. So I have him as an honorable no, mention for a reason. Cuts. Yeah, he's part of those. Cuts. I have him as honorable mm-hmm. mention for a reason. Like yo, this is one dude that I'm like, oh my god, of all the places, the other guy I just want to bring up, just to bring up, and we'll get to wide receivers and tight ends our next episode in a couple of weeks. But f- for running back, uh, Ronald Jones, they re-signed Leonard Fournette, who took over late in the season in the playoffs. They signed Gio Bernard, who they you know is a veteran dude. They tried to go after James White oh, at first, yeah, a- but they got Gio Bernard. And then no, don't forget about this dude Vaughn. They drafted last year, like dude. Well, I don't get it. He looked so good last year. Like, Ronald Jones, you know he did Ronald look. Jones. He did look good last year, and so and I call him a bum or whatever, but he looked good. Like you know I was, was wrong about him. He impressed me. Like, I got to admit, you know, when I'm wrong, you know what happened, bro? And I was wrong on him last year. You know what happened, though, bro? Uh, Fournette came on late, and Fournette had, like, butterfingers. It's a bum, though. Come on. But now that that last end end of the run, bro, he did his thing, bro. So, so like I said, we'll get to receivers and tight ends in the next episode, right? We'll get to who the biggest winner. And look, the draft could change our picks of quarterbacks and running backs. We could see depending on where rookies land, that kind of thing, right? But speaking of the draft, I just want to get into you guys' head because, you know, especially you, you got the number two pick. You're the Jets GM. You're Joe Douglas. Are You, you know, the rumors are that it's Zach Wilson. You know, I, right? But so, are you? Do you like that? Like, and, and the Jets have another pick in the first round, pick number twenty-three. So, what, if your uh, ideal draft, how, what, tough, after man. after after night one, how well, do you? Like how, to Jared what's Cole, your ideal you draft? Twenty-third pick, bro. Seriously. What do you mean, Jared Goff got as a twenty-third pick? Yeah, he beat the, the Seahawks in oh, the first round. Shout out to so him. Shout out to Jared. Thank Goff. you, Jared Goff. You bum. <laughs> With a broken thumb, bro. Aaron Donald got us that. Nah, bro. Uh, my man, my man, golf went in there with a broken thumb after that guy got hurt on the first play. Who? Jared uh, Goff. The backup, the backup uh, quarterback for the Rams. I wouldn't know his name to well, be honest anyways, with you. Anyways, the your point. ideal draft. For the Jets, number draft. two and number 23. Like, I mean, after night one, what's... How do you feel about having Zach Wilson as your future quarterback? I don't know how I feel. Like, it's, the upside is ridiculous, but the, the downfall is, like, scary as shit. Like, he's a high-risk, high-reward type of dude. Like, he's all upside, in my opinion, because he came out of nowhere. Like, when I first saw him, Raymond was the one that showed me him, like, yo, what do you think about this guy? He looks good. And this and that, and I'm like, I don't know, he don't look good to me. Like, to me, I test wise, the first time I saw him, I was like, nah, he's not impressive. Well, you, you like seeing your quarterbacks play big games, and that's why, like, all year was Fields I and like Lawrence. Fields. I like you know? Fields. It was. If I had a pick, just like, like, gun to head, I'm pick Fields just because I feel like he's a safer pick or whatever. Like, but for longevity, like, for, for the next 10 years, you would pick Fields over this guy, Wilson. Like a like not fantasy wise, but fantasy wise, it's Fields all the way just because I feel like he could make the most 
immediate impact unless this guy Wilson is a good. Like, he got the NFL arm. But that's what, that's, that's that's what, what they're, they're saying. saying that he got, he, they're saying that his arm talent is beyond, like, way better than Fields. And, and from what I've read is that the Jets were looking at like, Blaine Hoyer. Like, they're not signing no quarterback to be like, hey, you're sitting year one. You know so, what I'm saying? Like, so here's the thing, right? With quarterbacks coming out of college, I always say it's the hardest position to, for me to, like, value or to know the value or or project how they're going to do in the NFL. Right. Because I didn't know that Deshaun Watson was going to be a stud or whatever coming out of college. I thought he looked all right. Like, I'm like, oh, he looked all right. I didn't think nothing special him. That's what I was trying to tell you, bro, about the big game shit, man, is that, yo, if you looked at Watson, it was kind of, like, silly not to think that he shouldn't at least no, be a top that, five pick. And that's how I feel about Fuel. Like, he... he Performance he I, beat Trevor or whatever, like head to head, like he beat Trevor. Like I love Fields, I watched him, I like him, I like how he looks when he throws. So that's what I'm going by. That I'm going with Fields. But just the reason why this dude caught my attention because just hearing all the experts drew over him is like. It's like, yo, that shit convinces you. Like, yo, maybe and this guy is a good because yeah. I've been wrong before with quarterbacks. Listen, and you were like, you jumped on me when I initially, when the, when that trade happened, when the Niners moving up to number three. And I said, hey, all these things are adding up to the fact that the Jets are taking Zach Wilson because every report was like, the Eagles tried to trade up for him, thinking they could get him, this kind of thing. And then once the Dolphins was like, yo, let's move back. Let's, you know, they maneuvered all over the place, whatever. And... You know, I, I, to me, it's like, yo, they're that confident. And they right away at this point, like, they, they're talking to his family. You know, it's, it's know, like man. lock it in kind of thing. Even Vegas has them as like a minus 300. That, that's going to be number two pick, whatever, right? So you're saying feels like, you know, we have this on record now. Like, you know, in the future, we say like, yo, you know, you like this guy a little better or whatever. And that's cool. But you know what this draft reminds me of a couple of years ago when it was Darnold, Mayfield, Josh Allen, and Josh Rosen, bro. It was like... Out of those four guys, and remember, the, I was one of the people nah, that was saying that the nah. Giants shouldn't have drafted Saquon. Like, yo, like, what are you doing? You have the number two pick. Like, like this is a quarterback over running back, right? But there wasn't a clear one. But in high school, yo, so no, that's the thing. So initially, was it, Darnold was initially the guy, right, for like the mm-hmm. four. Well, the Giants might take um, Zach Wilson. No, I don't so see that happening. This happen. is just, <laughs> part of the just plan right now is to, like, drive up Zach Wilson's hype so much oh, that yeah. the Jags are going to take him and I'm we're going to take that. trouble. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Yo, so I'm saying, like, looking back now, now we know that out of the four quarterbacks that were taken that year, Josh Allen ended up being the best. But did it look like that at the beginning? Not necessarily, right? No, so this it's is like, a way different situation, bro. Like, there's a bona fide one. Like, Trevor Lawrence is a bona fide one. Like, all right. Like, with all four of those, it was. Like they, what was they the argument? could all be one. But Zach was and Josh Allen was the one that looked like the now like like the the project. If you remember, I feel like somebody recently oh, yeah. in the chat room was saying that, that it wasn't as clear or number one that Lawrence wasn't. What? Am I bugging? Lawrence has been the, there was the, somebody the, arguing for it like, oh, it's not just Lawrence and then everybody else. Like these other guys belong in the conversation kind of thing. I was like, I don't know. I'm like, come on, man. This is for me. It's true, and and everybody else. But that's just me. Well, well, when you're not in a position of being a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, who the hell is a Jacksonville Jaguars fan in New York? Of course, you're gonna feel that way. You're gonna convince yourself like. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is, you know, you Zach Wilson is just as good. You want to run up that narrative. Bro, the thing about Zach Wilson is just like this. Do you have Josh Allen or do you have Blake Bortles? Or do you have something in the middle? Because, yo, you <laughs> remember Blake Bortles went number four overall. And yeah. I was like... But, I, but nobody knew why, though. There wasn't no hype behind him. Bro, well, was, he was a quarterback out of UCF he, he, he that, that had big stats. 
Yeah, he had the same stuff as Zach Wilson. It happens bro. every year, bro. I mean, there's there's guys that you really don't know about Zach Wilson that he falls in that category. Like dudes that got hype out of no, nowhere. Is it Josh Allen? Like, nah, I don't trust him. So that's what the number two pick, right? We know you're going quarterback. Zach Wilson's name all year, bro. Like I didn't hear like at all. Until, like, after the season was over, and then they're like, yeah. I thought it was Lawrence Fields. And then bro. they're like, nah, this kid's that cool. I was like, bro, you remember it was a joke? I was like, oh, the Falcons I, are going to take right, him. Right, right. Like, that's why I don't You're want scared. him. That's why I'm scared. I'm terrified. Like, and there'll be a very just thing but to do. But do you like, say to trust your, your GM? Like, no, it's not a thing right now? Yeah, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Like, whatever they do, they do. And I'm trusting them, but... Because, yo, we were talking about this the other day. But I was talking about it with you with Beans about Daniel Jones. That was he worth no. the number two pick? Yo, Whatever it was. Son, like, that's another yeah, Daniel Jones six. type thing, right? Daniel Jones got... Well, yo, this is the year to tell. Came out of nowhere. No, for sure. With that drive. for 15, I would have waited. Like I said that day, I would have waited for 15, but I didn't get him. Haskins was supposed to be the second quarterback taken that year. Haskins was supposed to be number one. No, no more quarterback. Jones ended up being the number one. Oh, whatever, whatever. No, sorry. So, number two, because that was Kyler Murray. Yeah, that was Kyler Murray. So, yeah, Haskins was supposed to be number two, but again... The right thing for the Giants to have done at that year was trade down if you if you really wanted this guy and maximize no, your picks had, and all that stuff. They had two first round picks that year, bro. But I, Daniel Jones is another is a different topic for another day because this year we will be able to talk a lot. Same with Darnold, right? Like if Darnold doesn't show this year, then you you already know now. Oh, Same yeah. thing with the Giants and Daniel Jones. The twenty three pick. You have an idea of where you prefer they go, Corner, defense. Cornerback. You want a cornerback. Cornerback, uh, but you can't just take any cornerback. It got to be either. Sertan, who I have ranked as the number one cornerback, but he's not gonna make it there. He's not gonna make it there. But I'm just saying that would be my obvious number one option. Then the kid fairly might drop because now there's like scared about an injury or something like that. So the kid fairly might drop, and if not fairly, then Horn. Um, Horn is the kid that that looks good. He has good numbers against top receivers in college, like shutdown numbers. Mm-hmm. And on tape, he just looks good to me. So those will be the top three cornerbacks I would want. If not a cornerback, then I have no idea, honestly, bro. Like, just the best player available, you know? Yeah. Like, so I'm glad you brought up the, the BPA because the Giants did a good job in free agency with limited budget. I don't know how they did it. I think they backloaded deals and they're going to pay for it in the coming years with salary cap and all that nonsense. But to me, they put themselves in a position where they could take the best player available. It could be defense, offense. I prefer they go offensive linemen. That's just my preference. Uh, there's two guys that they, they have. Oh, some, offensive linemen. Yeah, offensive linemen. For a, the Jets if, as well? Yeah, if not a cornerback or offensive line, the best offensive line. So to me, available. I feel like the Giants defense is good. I could see why they would want to go defense and add to that. I just feel like they're if, they're, if you really want to find out about Daniel Jones this year, then you you, you draft an offensive well, lineman. And, and, how do you know? feel about trading back? You like that? I would do that in a heartbeat, but my GM doesn't do that. No, and, but that's what they're talking and about. And then they, re- they shut it down this today. Oh, they shut it down? They shut it down today that he's that, that take that back. He's not considering it or whatever. And he has a history of that, bro. It is what it is, bro. Like, I don't, we don't have that kind of GM, bro, to maneuver and trade back, trade hopefully, up, whatever. Hopefully he trades up with the Jets and takes Zach Wilson. Pooch, the Colts have the 21st pick. Who are you looking at? Like, who's the guy that's jumping off to you? Like, yo, I hope the Colts get this guy right here. This, you know. Uh, I mean, I got one guy that I would like, but honestly, like, the guy I like doesn't go up before my team's needs. We need a left tackle to replace Anthony Contanzo. That's a big loss. And uh, like this guy said, any of those cornerbacks that fall, and since we're a little ahead of you, like maybe we'll get the guy. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I've been talking Elijah Moore. I like Elijah Moore a lot. 
In the um, first round, bro? Talking about the receiver? Yeah, he's going to go first he's, round. Nah. He's going to go to the Packers. If, if he doesn't go to the Colts, Some of the receiver. There's no way he's going that I'm high in the top you, 20, bro. Hell no, before. So he's going the first round. 21. So at the 20, it's virtually whoever you like. Yeah. So like I said, I would rather address my need at left tackle. Where I don't know any like at that point you don't know who's going at that this point. This kid Lamb didn't go to like the fifteenth pick last year. You think Elijah Moore's gonna go in the top twenty? But that was a very loaded draft last year. Oh. With a lot of skill players. So that's why they have skill players this year. So they're gonna take him early, you're saying. Well, you gotta take chances with, with, with people and like he would be he's a prototypical like perfect slot so that's gonna receiver. Be, that's why he's not going that high is because he's not an outside but so he's gonna, gonna be a so that's gonna be a pick at 12 this in the dynasty draft uh who knows bro <laughs> nah bro what are you talking about no. I can use some use but I need a running back so nah bro um, so I can't talk about oh, running back now back. that's a different discussion too we, we talk more trade bro I was looking at a different team but yeah bro nah honestly like my, my needs like that's just a name but Honestly, like I would love to address left tackle because like, I don't want like Quentin Williams. Later. I don't want um. I don't think he falls that. that I don't want Quentin Nelson. That's the guy I would want the Giants to drive if he's still there. I don't want Quentin Nelson. I haven't seen him the rank to that fall to, yeah, to have him move to, the to the left tackle. Yeah. yeah, I want Quentin Nelson move to left tackle because that messes up a run game. There's a lot of left tackles coming out. I mean, or tackles. I'm saying uh, there's a lot of offensive line coming out. I would say that offensive line is deeper than position this year bro like there's not a lot of receivers this year like there usually is honestly no no I think it's in the top the top three you know that there's out there you know and even running backs is not as deep as it usually is like last year's class we were so spoiled by last year's class bro it was so legendary. in hindsight you also you so know, what about you with your uh, I was gonna ask you want to trade I, no I want the offer I mean if they don't if they could trade back they should and just get more picks in the middle rounds cause they only but I wanna say they had like five draft picks or something you know? and so anytime I do a mock draft I'm training my picks and getting more picks cause bro we, you could use it but Pooj I was gonna ask you like we have him on record with his quarterback like if you had the number two pick you know even though your quarterback um, your team doesn't need a quarterback who would you draft like who's the guy after Lawrence like if that you oh, would take. No. So, I mean, the Colts or the Jets? No, let's say let's say the no, Colts like, were the, the Jets position. Two big, oh, see, uh, see well. hmm? No, see no, not, not, no, it's not a quarterback. If you had to pick a, if you had to oh, pick a quarterback pick in this draft, in this draft with the number two pick, if the Colts were there, let's say they didn't acquire wins, they trade up to number two. You think the Colts trade up to get Sewell? No, they're not gonna get him, bro. They, I don't know what they trade. I'm just bringing up a hypothetical. I'm just bringing up a hypothetical to get it to get it in his head of who he would take as number two because we just brought up yeah, the whole wins golf thing, right? The quarterback. If you had the number two pick, I stumped this guy. We could get the nah, answer. It's in a sense because like, like Justin Fields has a lot of questions, like in regards to, and that's someone you would want to start right away. And who doesn't have a lot of questions, bro? After Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, but I'm saying that's the point. <laughs> Who after Trevor? That's the question. Yeah. Bro, I think they, they, they personally sabotage, if you ask me conspiracy theory, they personally sabotage uh, Justin Fields so that he could go to like, to like the Patriots or some shit. Because like, yeah, his, his, like like, his own oh, agent? He suffers from epilepsy. Yeah, yeah. And it might affect them on the field, like in a big stadium, and you're like, yo, bro, this guy just beat. <laughs> There's no way he's going to the Patriots. But that's what I'm saying, You'll bro. You'll be sick. There's well, no <laughs> way. <laughs> what I'm saying is zero chance. Mac Jones is gonna go ahead of Justin Fields, and who the hell would have bet? I wish we would have bet. Like, I mean, it's the Niners, right? So, it's so fucking crazy, bro. Last topic, and we'll give our picks quickly here. He still didn't get an answer though. No, he went for oh, a, quarter, a quarterback. Uh, this guy. I'm, I thought it was well, the thing is, it, sucks. 
It sucks if you ask me because like I just I want y'all right there. I would take Fields one and then Wilson three in the sense, but just having backup roles. None of them are gonna start over Wentz like and do it like no. I'm saying traditional the, style. Well, you know what I mean? He's, he's a man of the, just to start. If the Colts didn't start, get Wentz, yeah, like if the Colts didn't get Wentz because that's a that's a different dynamic. You know, hopefully that hip is good. But, but if you have the luxury of Wentz, you'll go Zach Wilson, you think? Someone that can learn fields. Fields, fields is good. Yo, I feel fields like it'll, be, uh, it'll have good timing, bro. You know? Right, so, could, so you agree with me. All right, cool. We're good. We're in agreement there. All right, so last topic. This is uh, UFC uh, 261 this weekend. So we have three title fights. Poos, I know you hype. I'm hype. So yeah, the videos, watch YouTube. Uh, the countdown and so the three it's title fights hard, are the two women's title fights are Shashinko versus Andra- Andrade we got Wale Zhang I don't know how to pronounce his name to be honest with you Rose Doug Rose and Usman versus Masvidal let me give you the odds here so you can so give me your picks politically correct is Zhang Wei Li because they're first it's the other way around yeah Zhang Wei Li. All right, so let's go with the first side of fight. So it's minus 400 is Shevchenko, and a plus 310 is Andrade. I'm going with Shevchenko. I actually got on my parlay. FYI, I just won a parlay last week with a Whitaker card. Five nine, 60 bucks, I'll take it. Um, you know, I could have won more maybe if the Stevens fight didn't get canceled. I'm going with Shevchenko. I, I like the fact that Andrade went down. and uh, Well, sorry, she went up a division. Uh, just think it's too soon for her to get a title shot. And, you know, I think the skill level from... You know, from that div- You mean she went up? No, she went up. That's what I meant. She, she went, went up. up. She went up a division. But at least it's a Hersh. notable fighter. I'm tired of, of freaking Valentina fighting people. I don't even know. At least I, I know Andrade. Jessica and, and yeah. Andrade. Like, and I think, yo, that, no, strength-wise... That's wise, the toughest fight, is, in my opinion. I don't like these... Finally, we have a good fight. This is the thing. So I don't like these odds because it, it makes Valentina strong. But, I mean, she's been so dominant. That's why, probably. Well, but I could you, see... You, you could make an argument she should be higher. Odds? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's that dominant, bro. She's the most dominant person besides my 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 boo. Well, not my boo, bro. So like Nunez. My fighter. Nunez. Manda. So, I mean, not off this odds. Just, just flat go, out, who go, you have go. to win this fight? I'm just bringing up the odds for Vegas purposes, but, like, who do you have winning this fight, Perry? No. Well, that's... Uh, well, everybody Friday comes with, with some magic. It's going to be Shimshenko, bro. Yeah, everybody with a right frame of mind. I say Valentina, but... You never count anybody out. Oh, sure. No, Andrade was right. a girl who dropped Rose on the head, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah a slam. Uh, That's a slam, though. But, but, but I think Rose, well, Rose beat her in the rematch, you know? Yeah. Well, she did. She yeah, got yeah, short. Right? And that's why... Nah, she was destroying in that match, too. No, that's what I don't she like. She got caught. I don't think... But at least it's a name as a person that we yeah. know it has a chance, right. at least. And I want to say this, since you're bringing up the name stuff... And you sometimes just, when fighters move up, they get better. It's stronger, honestly. Like, remember when no, Benson... No, Andrade, in up? the past, Andrade had issues cutting down weight. That's right? what I'm Before saying. Too. She could lose so strength. So that's probably more her, her natural weight. And she, she, oh, she, she's known for her power, bro. Let's put it that way. You just never know. Like, just off her power, she has a chance, but right? Valentina should outskill her easily. So the next fight is uh, minus 190, Zayn I don't know if I pronounced that right. Doug Rose, plus 160. I have Doug Rose. I have her in my She's the underdog in this fight. Former champion, bro. Like since she's lost the title, remember she lost the title off that slam. To me, she was winning that fight beforehand, and, and it's like yo, like to me, it's in a sense fluky in that sense of like yo, she got slammed. If she didn't get slammed, she beats Andrade, and she doesn't lose the title. Not, and we wouldn't be having this conversation of this girl, the girl from China, being a champion. Can so, I, so. Can, can, I, is fucking, can I get? No, this, she's beastie. Can I get this one first? Go ahead. All right. If this. If you want to win money this weekend, and if there's any underdog you want to bet on, it's Doug, Doug Rose. Rose. 
But is it close? Isn't it close? Isn't it close? It's a plus one sixty minus one ninety. You bet a hundred, you win one sixty. Like yeah. that's just, that's pretty good. Like it's not great. It's not like like Andrade that it's a you, pick you it's win three hundred. It's close to a pick It is close to as close to a pick for a title fight you're gonna, as you're gonna get in UFC. But yeah, but it's also as big as underdog is you're gonna win money here. Yeah. Well, Masvidal, I guess, but yeah, but look, you know what's yo, crazy? Doug Rose is more realistic to me. So like I give yeah, her a better chance. Yeah, like um, I like her to win the fight. Me personally. Like, yeah. I, I see her, I watch all of them fight, and I just feel like she's the best fighter at that weight class. That's just me. I, like you said, Andrade got lucky with that slam, bro. And then the rematch showed it when she got dominated. 100. So, I like Rose. I think she's going to win. This is a like, legit and challenge. And is ill. It's going to be a great fight, she but hasn't, I take Rose. Yo, she hasn't fought since last year against Joanna, that fight of the year. Yeah. That was a crazy-ass and fight. And some people think Joanna won that fight. It was so a close one. It was a close one. I think Wale won. Like, it, no, yeah, it, I don't think it was a controversy, bro. but it was a close fight. No, I, I'm not lying. I, 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 I feel like Joanna was landing the better shot. No. She just got her face. Yeah, but I think there was more... There was more like punch like more power in when this girl was landing than, yeah, than when Joanna yo, like when it comes to it bro like honestly speaking and just, but it was a crazy fight it yeah, was a no, crazy, was crazy, fight, crazy fight in the, the best, best fights, I, I no, wouldn't want to judge that fight honestly best women's fight ever that I've seen for sure Pooch uh, so who, who's your, officially who's your pick in this fight you say you over here like, looking I torn. Like, I like I like Doug, man. All right, like, Doug yeah. Rose we all in agreement with Doug Rose as well so we all in agreement you sounded like you like Wei Lee no, I'm saying, like, it shouldn't be, like, a slam dunk as that. And when it gets into championship rounds, it's like, yo, Rose is very, like, finesse. She got ill hands. Like, you yeah. know, like, like, one of the, some of the best. And she's so calm I and think, smooth with it. Bro, like, just from watching, like, yo, Valentina and Rose, like, they got crazy, like, just hands, bro. Where you just said, like, what the fuck? But, yeah, man, like, yo, after that, after watching that fight, that, that girl could take a punch, bro. Oh, uh, Zang, like, yeah. that shit is that's, that's what I'm saying. Was, that she, was the most but she also hasn't fought Rose, though. Yeah. yeah. But Rose hasn't fought her. Joanna does not hit like Rose, I tell you right yeah. now. So. Sure. And she would tell you because she got knocked out by Rose. Last fight, though, Usman versus Masvidal. It feels like Usman just fought like a month ago, but it's, it's been a while. Ago. And it's Gilbert Burns. Yo, I'm not a lie. Like, right now, the articles I've been reading is all about Usman being this, you know, the guy chasing GSP, your dude. As the welterweight goat, he's thirteen and zero. He, uh, he, he, he needs he needs they a lot need more title defenses. Same thing Listen, about Woodley and what happened to him. They they need a, he needs a title defenses to back that up, right? Not just his record, but he's beating some good fighters. He has Masvidal now. He, now he's trying to prove that you know because Masvidal's excuse who, was not who, not who, having a future in the camp. Huh? Who's a good fight does he beat? Covington, Willie, the throne for the title. Willie. He beat Edwards, but Edwards, he beat him years ago. Yeah, but the thing is, when, all right, when you see Willie, that, after he lost, like, but I think. But you see GSP's resume when I put it the other day? Legends after legends. Come on, bro. You saying, can't compare. Usman is still building his resume. Well, he's no, still, saying, still, like, yeah, he's still He needs a lot to grow. People talk about, like, oh, he's chasing for the goal. No, he's not. No, so the thing is, right now, he has the second. Uh, right, so if he, he wins, fights later. if he wins this weekend, he has the second longest winning streak in UFC history. Behind uh, Silver, so that's 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 what's being brought up. It's like this is a crazy run, bro. It's a crazy run. Yeah, but but and but I know you're saying counted as the run after he becomes champion. Yeah, and that's so GSP has six, and this dude is, is working his way. He has two right now. He needs more, right? So, yeah, so totally oh, he needs more. Tired of the fences. So Masvidal is a big underdog, rightfully so. He got dominated the and first he's fight. Masvidal. 
Did he really earn? That's like he when he dominated the first fight. He did get dominated. That's like fighting about, Conor, he was holding him down the whole fight. Five I don't consider that being dominant. No, but that's like fighting Conor McGregor again. But listen, like, come on, bro. With Masvidal, I'm gonna say this: he did look that's good that first impressive. round. That first round. This is what yeah. I'm. I'm not gonna say that I'm picking Masvidal. Like, especially, I like the part. I like. I'm for going a part. for Masvidal because that's my dude. Because let me tell you, like, he's gonna win. There's a difference in picking and rooting for. He won. He won. Let's say five rounds. Let's say four to one. It was five zero. Bro, he had he had to beat him a certain in way. his way. Okay, that's fine. No, no, it's not. Like that that's the whole thing, is that if you're gonna be talking, the reason why y'all feel the way y'all do about Usman is because of the way he wins, bro. Like Bro, he's who's never weak? gonna fight Master the way you think he's gonna fight him. Like I don't care what he he's still he stood up with Burns. Well he did so this is the thing. Burns no, no, ain't Master No, you're right, no, that's but, one. but wasn't that like a good like indicator? Like, yo, when he knocked when he hit when he knocked him down with the jab, I was like, oh shit. No, like, he's improved his he's improved he his striking. Like Usman is no. gonna better. Usman striking. The thing is when you're holding a dude, when you're holding a dude up against a cage, when you're holding a dude up in a cage and then you're stomping on his toes for five rounds, and then you tell me he dominated that fight. Mm-hmm. It's the same no, way I'm gonna felt, say this. It's the same way I felt with Yoel and Izzy when when he's yeah. fucking throwing a leg kick and, and then running it. away and then Manny's like he dominated the fight. What do you? No, I didn't like, say he dominated. I say won the fight. The fight is? No. There's a difference between winning like, a fight uh, and Romero, Romero won that fight. Son. To me, but Ronnie said nah. No, I never said dominated. First of all, to take that back because I never said dominated. I said he won the fight and he said he dominated Clearly, the fight. when well, nothing yeah. significant when was it's done. when it's that minuscule the, the the amount of striking in that fight and you had to pick a part. He won up for leg. Yeah, back, back to the fight at hand, right? Yeah. So to break it down in perspective, we all know what it's gonna take for either fighter to win. Either Masvidal's gonna knock him out, or this guy's gonna win by a decision. So I was gonna say we gotta see now. If so whose game works that day is who's gonna win, in my opinion. I wanted to mention, even though but chances are that it's gonna be Usman or whatever, because it's a lot easier for him to perfect his game plan than it is for this guy to catch Tanaka. Because yo. Usman got a good chin, honestly, bro. Yes. And his striking is good enough where yeah. he can mix it up with his wrestling. No, I feel that. He's dominant. Like, we got to give him his props. But Masvidal always has a chance just because. Bro, that, that first fight, that first round, I'm telling you, like, it's, this training camp thing is a big deal, right? And this is, like, to me, uh, it's like. Masvidal went mad hard with takedown defense and all of No, so he did look good that first. The first round, he, he did look good with takedown defense. Yeah, but he has to. Then he, he got tired out. Round. He turned out. Nah, he didn't win the first round. No, yes, he did. He started, like, I'm yes, telling you, he did. He, did. It was toast down, he won the first round. He won the first round. So if he could look like he did the first round the whole fight, then yeah, he has a chance. He won't look like it the whole fight, but he got to look at it longer than one round. He got out. He got out. He got to at least be that strong for at least three rounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold that up for multiple rounds don't hold it like get guys after one okay. when, you're, when you're a champion and you're a wrestler like what are the like he has to knock him out or he has to significantly like do something significant and it's like like you said no, decision so, or knockout no I'm telling decision you decision for Usman or knockout with he's not Us- even knock fucking Masvidal Usman made it a point that that when <laughs> Usman beat Burns when Usman beat Burns he made it a point he's like he he, he called out Masvidal and he was all talking about the respect factor so it's like yo like respect don't respect for what so, he's, gonna, he's gonna fight him this son you know what the thing is bro mad cringy and he's seeing all these other guys like get the respect they deserve like yo we can respect Izzy Izzy talk shit and he moved up whether he lost or not yo Usman's like He's he's a really good like welterweight and is, he's never gonna move up. Who's more reminds me of Woodley? Fight guys. 
You remember when Willie won the title at first? No, he really didn't have that love from the fans because of the way his style. Like, his style wasn't, like, conducive to... And until he fought Wonderboy and he had some crazy fights. So, Wonderboy, bro, like, two... That Kobe fight fights. was awesome. Yeah. That was his closest fight. Yeah, and then... And then but you know what he said after that? I'm going to wrestle all these guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Kobe gave him a run for his money. But I always knew that was going to be his toughest fight. I'm, that's why I had a parlay and I lost it. And I only needed... Kobe, yeah, Kobe and he was close to it, but he, he was close. He was so, close. But no, he I'm not, I, I want to give like Usman his respect, but as far as love, there's a reason why he doesn't get the love that he he gets. Like, we'll see if that changes this weekend, bro. Like, let's see if he backs it up. He's talking a lot. Final predictions, though. I, I I'm going with Usman. I'm not gonna get crazy. I like the I like the plus three ten though for Masvidal, bro. Like, I'm gonna do a parlay. No, I didn't add parlay. I didn't add this to my parlay. FYI. Parlay Usman, but my heart is Masvidal. I'm, I'm riding. I'm rooting Masvidal because I'm not I'm, betting this week. I'm going biased Masvidal. <laughs> biased? You said yeah, biased? I'm a biased Masvidal fan, gotcha. so I'm gonna go. Like, I like Usman. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, I don't. I'm not an Usman hater. No, I just know why he's not. But as I'm not like an Usman fan. I'm like a so-so Usman gotcha. dude. Like that. Depends who he's fighting against. You know what I'm saying? Like no, in the sense like yo, when you said that, and I don't like Kobe at all. But I was going for him that day just because I bet money on him. Like it's all about money at the end of the day. But like who do I like better? Like who's been better than him or whatever? So my parlay was my dude though. Like my parlay this weekend is Anthony Smith. I got Uriah Hall beating Whiteman. Whiteman's been trash. And I got Shachenko and Doug Rose. That's my parlay. I win three hundred if I get that those four picks right. Good luck. Thank you. We rec- we'll be back in a couple of weeks. We'll recap the NFL draft. We'll, we'll go back to wide receivers and tight ends, see who's big winners, big low, big Corey, losers for Corey that. Davis. Oh, that's what you have as a receiver? Your Jets? No, uh, any last comments? You decide? No? You're good? Nah, you're good? Man. I'm doing the on the red corner, blue corner. Until next time, this is episode 25. Oh, you ready to go? Peace. Peace. We still watching on your crib or what?